if you love what you do, you'll never work a single day in your life. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another dose of me. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about something that I think that all pre-meds should hear. You know, whenever I meet someone new and they, they ask me, what's your major, right? And I say biology. Probably like the first question that 90% of people will ask me is, are you pre-med? And when I say yes, they're like, oh my gosh, that must be so hard. And, you know, to an extent it is. And so for those of you who uh, don't know what pre-med means, pre-med is just short for pre-medical student. And pre-medical just means you're on the um, you're on the route to be co- be going to medical school and becoming a doctor, and so pre-med are basically people who want to go to medical school and become a doctor. And so there's other um, career routes, of course, like pre-nursing, pre-PA, pre-engineering, <laughs> obviously, you know. And so pre-med is just kind of a way um, to say you're go- you want to go to medical school and become a doctor, and being a pre-med, what does it mean to be a pre-med? Well, there's a set of courses you need to take, right? Like your biologies, your chemistries, your, uh, organic chemistry, things like that. Um, so you have some classes you need to take, some extracurriculars um, that help you get experience um, in the medical field, um, as well as, you know, these GPA standards that are often held to us. And, uh, you know, just something quick about that. Um, there's, there's schools, they have kind of like their average GPA, they kind of have GPA cutoffs at the medical school, sorry, that they use to kind of filter out people. So let's say um, their cutoff point is like a 3.4 GPA. And so anyone below a 3.4 GPA, they won't even look at their application. Um, and so that's kind of why GPA to like pre-med and pre-health students is so like it's like so important and people are always kind of like comparing GPAs to each other's, which, you know, I, I like really don't like doing that, you know, just cause everyone's different. And in the end, GPA is important, but it's not as, you know, it's not what defines us. There's so many other parts of the application, like your GPA, your MCAT scores, your extracurriculars, your clinical hours, um, the things you're involved with. There's so many other things that need to be considered. And um, I think that's a, like, you know, that's something really common in the pre-med uh, community um, is so much focus on this GPA and not enough focus on other things. And so that's kind of what pre-meds are for those of you who don't know. Um, but thank you for coming in and listening, even if you're not pre-med. But, you know, this advice and this kind of topic I'm going to talk about will be applicable to all careers. Um, whether it's engineering, law, um, something in the humanities, um, you know, just anything. And because I'm kind of just going to be talking about our motivations for pursuing our careers, essentially. And so the common pre-med that, you know, I see a lot in college, um, here at UCR at least, and I'm sure it's like this at many other schools as well, is it's just a, a bunch of uh, well, actually, let me start. <laughs> let me start in my first year. So, in my first year, um, I distinctly remember um, going to my first. I think it was like a general chemistry class, 
and the professor um put up like a poll question like on the screen and he just to get to know us and he's um one of the questions was you know how many of you are pre-med and okay and so our lecture was about 200 300 students freshmen and i think a good like at least 60 70 percent of the answers were yes i'm want i am pre-med and i want to go to medical school and i want to become a doctor and that like that really surprised me and looking back at it now it's just funny to me because i think so many students um you know students that go into college are kind of you know just generally interested in science um they did well in high school they're pretty smart right and so like the default career uh, goal for them is I want to be a doctor. And, you know, I don't blame them. And it, I think it's just that, um, what was I going to say? Uh, there's just so many things that we don't, we didn't know about, you know, in our first year. Um, we didn't know like all the things we had to do to become a doctor or to even get into medical school. We didn't know, like, you know, the GPA requirements, kind of that standard. Um, we didn't know all those things when you first came in. And so we kind of just went in blind. Um, a lot of freshmen go in blind thinking that it's really easy to just become a doctor. You just need to get into medical school. But that's the hard part, right? And so that's kind of like the common pre-med. They kind of just have a general interest in science. They're pretty smart. Um, and so they're like, okay, I'm pre-med. I want to go to medical school. And... So not to scare people away from it if you are pre-med, but, you know, a lot of people I know that used to be pre-med in their freshman year are not pre-med anymore. And that trend stays the same, right? Same thing um, with some students I'm teaching right now um, or students I've taught in the past. They were pre-med and they're not pre-med anymore. And that's okay. And I think it's because they realize that there's so many other career choices that aren't as demanding as being a physician, but you could still get the same experience. So like even things like nursing, uh, PA, which is short for physician assistant, um, NP, which is short for nurse practitioner. Those are all very similar careers to a doctor still in the healthcare field. Um, but it's not as, you know, demanding as becoming a doctor because um, to become a doctor you do four years of undergrad so at UCR right now then you do four years of medical school then after that you have residency which is basically where you specialize in what type of doctor you want to be and so that ranges from like three to like 10 years depending on what your specialty is so it's a long road ahead right and so I think people don't know that they think oh I'll just be a doctor you know after my undergrad and it's not that easy um, so, so yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons why so many people drop out of the pre-med pathway, um, you know, along with things like once they start getting into the organic chemistry series, which a lot of people are scared of, um, and the biochemistry um, classes, those are um, courses that usually throw students for a loop, and people usually drop out of those classes um, just because, you know, the 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 averages are historically low, you know, like exam averages are usually like 40s, 50%, um, which a lot of students don't, uh, which many pre-med students aren't used to getting those grades, right? And so once you start getting those grades and, you know, you're not learning um, as well, you need to kind of adapt your strategy, your study strategies. Um, and, but if you don't do that, I think that's the point where a lot of students drop out of those difficult classes 
And, you know, as a result, they'll drop out of the pre-med pathway because, um, because, you know, it's just, they, they realize how hard it is. Um, but yeah, so I think that's one of the main reasons why I think people drop it. And another thing I see among pre-meds that do, you know, end up sticking through with the pathway is that they just try to do as many extracurriculars as possible, but they still don't know why they even want to be a doctor. So there'll be people um, that will just, uh, they'll, they'll have shifts in the hospital, right? They'll have like thousands of hours, right? Thousands of volunteer hours, millions of, you know, hours, right? And they'll they'll join every pre-med, pre-health organization on the campus <laughs> and they'll, they'll get a position in all of them, you know, but they're just doing it because they think it'll look good on their resume or on their application to see that they're doing all these things, but they themselves may still not know why they even want to be a doctor, why they're even doing all this. And so that's another thing. Um, don't do everything that everyone else is doing. Um, so many pre-meds, they, um, well, I guess we will kind of look at um, other pre-med students and be like, wow, they're, they're uh, involved in this organization. I think I should be too, because they're, they're, they're pretty smart. They know what they're doing. So I should just kind of just do what they're doing. And, you know, to an extent, um, that's okay. Um, just to kind of maybe talk to other people, see what they think is uh, a good idea. But at the end of the day, it's your choice, um, sorry, to pick what you want to dedicate some of your time to. Right, just because someone's in AMSA doesn't mean you need to join AMSA. Right, AMSA is the um, American Medical Student Association. I think that's what it stands for, but uh, I'm not involved in AMSA, so that's why I don't know it. But you don't need to be involved with everything everyone else is doing. It's good to like you know um, get your feet wet, you know, and try um, go maybe go to some meetings to see if it's something that you like, and if you like it, then yeah, go for it, you know. Um, but the main point is you should do things that you enjoy, um, you know, and it doesn't have to be medical. You'll ha you'll obviously need to have clinical hours to um, be competitive for medical school. But outside of that, really, it a lot of it comes down to just doing what you enjoy. So, you know, if you like cooking, join a cooking club or cooking organization at UCR. Or um, if you like basketball, join an intramural basketball team. Um, on campus, wherever you are, right? Join a team. Um, if you like running, you know, go running with some friends, create an organization, right? Because you can do that at um, many colleges. And so the point is to do things that you like, not things that you need to do. Um, you don't want your resume to look like uh, all you did was, you know, academic or pre-med things um, because, you know, you're a human. And you don't want to look like you're just like a pre-med robot, right? Uh, you want to you want uh, you want the schools to see that there's a lot more depth to you than just your hours, right? Or your GPA. You want them to be like, wow, that's this person really does a lot with their life. They they don't only study all day in their room. They go out. They do things they enjoy. And you know, I think that's something that I would trust my doctor. Like, I would trust a doctor who has a life outside of their profession, right? So I think that's um, something that is commonly, you know, over overlooked um, the for fun things or things that you enjoy. And um, 
I guess another reason. Uh, sorry, I'm like losing my train of thought right now. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of students they forget why they're pursuing medicine, right? And some students, uh, so it's a good mix, right? Like there's some students they their parents might be doctors or whatever. Or sometimes their parents will just want them to be a doctor because their parents know, oh, they're good at science. And so I think a career as a doctor or engineer is good for you. And so there's all these different interests, like your parents, maybe there's other outside pressures that are um, kind of pressuring you to be a physician. Or maybe you just want to do it for the money, right? There's some people that do do that for money. There's some doctors that are doctors now. Um, but you know, they're miserable and all they care about is the money. And so it's kind of sad to see that. And so let me start off with the parents, right? I think, uh, depending on, you know, uh, it's, I think it's definitely like a demographic thing. I think it's pretty common for, um, Asian parents or East Asian parents, you know, or like, you know, if your parent is, uh, I forgot what the different types of parenting are, but maybe like tiger parents. I don't know if that's the right word. But um, there's different types of parents, right? And we all come from different cultures. And in some cultures, they they like their, uh, or in some cultures, the the children, you know, are expected to go into such you know high reaching occupations. So, um, as I probably mentioned before, I'm half Filipino, half Vietnamese, and so basically full Asian, right? And so my parents have always been like. Uh, the type of people to tell me to, you know, reach really high like that, right? Like, oh, doctor, lawyer, engineer, like all those top uh, careers, right? Um, they've, they've wanted me to do that. But, and, you know, I don't blame them because that's how they were raised. And so, you know, that's how they thought was the right way to raise their, their children. Um, but I think it, it does come down to, you know, at the end of the day, what do you want to do? Why do you want to be a doctor or lawyer or whatever, right? Is it just because your parents or do you also have this, you know, internal desire to go there, like your own reason? And I think that's really important to have. Um, and I think part of it is because parents, they want you to be financially stable, right? But, there, you know, there's a lot of ways to, there's, you can get rich a lot of ways, right? Uh, you could be a celebrity, you could do TikTok, you could be an engineer, you could be a dentist, you could be a nurse, you could be an accountant, um, you could own your own business. There's so many different ways to be financially stable. There's so many different ways um, to be wealthy. So why, why are you pursuing medicine? Is it also for the title, right? And I mean, you know, if you want to be called doctor, you could also become a professor, you know? <laughs> so there's so many different things or all the different reasons why people want to become a doctor, but there's so many other ways that they can, you know, fulfill those desires, right? Whether it's to get um, rich, to get a title, to help people, um, you know, there's so many different reasons. So I think it's important to always remind yourself, um, you know, if, if any of these pressures have been like affecting you, right? Like if maybe your parents or other people have been telling you, oh, you should become a doctor, you need to always ask yourself, why do I, why do I want to be a doctor? Right? Why do I want to be a doctor? Not why do they want me to be a doctor? Not what makes me a good uh, pre-medical student, right? It's why do I want to be a doctor? 
And I think that's probably the most important part about um, kind of navigating this pre-med pathway. Because if you don't know why you want, why you're doing what you're doing, if you don't have a um, a reason for what you're doing, then it will be really hard, right? And it's a long and extremely hard road for us ahead. So it's important that we are 110% committed to this or else, you know, we'll burn out extremely fast, right? So if you're like for those doc, because I'm shadowing a doctor right now, I'm shadowing a dermatologist and um, in between patients, he always talks to me about um, that there's these doctors out there and he knows these doctors, he's friends with some of these doctors that um, he knows, you know, just did it for the money. Right. And you would think that, oh, with such a long like education, like you have to go through medical school, it's really hard. You have to go through residency, it's really hard. You would think that um, people wouldn't put themselves through that, you know, if they just want money. Um, but you know, they do. And he tells me all the time that they're they're miserable. Um, they they don't like going to work because they're only in it for the paycheck. They're not in it for um with for the patients, they're not in it for um, the reward of helping people, they're just in it for the money. And so if there's things that um, are motivating you that are not your own, um, you know, desire to do this job, this career, then you're going to burn out fast and it won't, you won't be able to enjoy it for very long if that's all you're in it for. And so, like I said, at the beginning of our episode, um, it's a quote that, uh, that, really, you know, speaks to me as a quote that I really love. It is, if you love what you do, you'll never work a single day in your life. Let that sink in a little bit. If you love what you do, you'll never work a single day in your life. And I think that's so true, right? Because uh, if you, it doesn't matter what you like to do. If you like, um, what is it? If you like uh, serving food to people, if you like cooking, then, you know, every time you go to work as a waiter, a waitress or a chef, then it'll never feel like work because you love it, because you love going in each day. Right. But if uh, if like, you know, if in the back of your mind, you're you're going to work, um, you know, as like a, a policeman or something. Right. And you're like, man, I I don't really like this, you know, I'd rather, uh, you know, dance or whatever, right? I would rather have a job as, you know, a dancer. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, if there's something, if you don't 100% love what you do, then going to work, you know, in that police uniform, you're not going to be happy all the time because you know that there's something else that you want to do. So uh, that, that kind of reminds me of a of the uh, the movie Soul. I don't know if all of you have watched Soul. I highly recommend it. It's a Disney Pixar movie. I can't remember which one, but I definitely recommend it. It's Soul, S-O-U-L. Um, it's an amazing movie. And in that movie, um, it's actually a really deep movie, <laughs> um, but one of the things they talk about is finding your spark. And so in the movie, they kind of define spark as kind of like your purpose to live. Right. And so I'm not saying that medicine needs to be your only purpose, your only spark in life. You just need to know what is sparking you to become a physician. Right. You need to have that like aha moment or, yeah, you know, just that moment that made you realize like, 
wow, I want to do this for the rest of my life. And that's a really important quality to have as a physician because, you know, the learning never ends. Um, it's a very long job. And, you know, I think it's really important. And so you want to figure out what's sparking you to be a physician and why you can't imagine a life doing anything else. <laughs> all right, pre-meds, I hope I've kept all your attention throughout that. Um, you know, and thank you everyone else for listening, even if you're not pre-health or pre-med. Um, and I encourage all of you to think about why you want to be insert career choice here. Um, I think it's really important. And <clears throat> and there's so many obligations, obligations, sorry, in our life. So you want to make sure that your future career isn't a job, but a passion. And so I hope that was helpful to everyone. Have a great weekend, y'all. Good luck with any exams coming up, and I will see everyone in the next episode. <laughs>